You are now listening to A Monster Rancher's Guide to Summoner's War. Here are your hosts. Welcome to A Monster Rancher's Guide to Summoner's War. I'm one of your hosts, Ken, aka Lightstar777 in Summoner's War. And I'm here with my great friend of over 13 years. Hi everyone, my name is AJ and my gamer tag is Aztec Olmec. We are going to be discussing all things Summoner's War, runes, mods, and everything in between. Maybe you'll learn something, hopefully you have a lot of fun, and as always, Thanks for joining us. Now let's listen to two geeks talk about monsters. Hello, summoners. Welcome to another pulse-pounding, lightning-inducing, tower-ascending episode of A Monster Rancher's Guide to Summoner's War. I am the string master, Aztec Olmec. But it wouldn't be a proper episode if I didn't have the art master, Lightstar777, with me. What is up out there, fellow summoners? AJ, Aztec, how are you today, my friend? I am great. As you know, my backyard is great. So Got some new furniture. Been out there summoning all morning. So nice. I'm doing very, very well. Nice, nice. And uh, I, I just want to start before I even say what we're going to do. Um... Good friend, DSC Justin. Much love. Uh, he uh, caught something. When we were Disclaimer. talking about brand <laughs> right. last Disclaimer. week, I definitely misspoke and said that he could res more than one person, but he reses one, balances everybody's HP. Yep. So it's a little bit different than uh, Chasen, who only will balance two people's HP and doesn't res. So, right. apologies for anybody who got way too excited about Brienne from that. Um, any heart palpitations I may have caused, <laughs> I apologize. Pounding, lightning, yes, yes all of it. Sorry, sorry. Um, but today we are going to talk about, um, and again, our predictive algorithm. Um, you may not know this or believe it, but we usually record these on Wednesdays. And uh, that was before they announced what the art master and string master were going to be. And uh, I think we we were very close with our guesstimations. I agree. There, so I totally agree. Um, you know, so just a little just a little pat on the back there for us. Uh, but we are going to talk that and the new update that is coming up. Uh, what Aztec's dream transmog would be for one of the monsters, and uh, we are going to discuss uh, my agonizingly slow BGR5 uh, progress, uh, Aztec's Toa progress, and uh, <laughs> uh, I personally, I would like to start with this, um, Jewbagel and uh, Island Grown have been throwing uh, each other various challenges for monsters that usually are often overlooked and uh, they had a video very recently that uh, made me laugh to no end and I have to go and look at the name of this monster because I will get it uh, Can I just yes. butcher it really quick? Yep, go for it Gunpanyang! Uh, 
Butchering names Gump-yong. of fictional characters. Gumpyung. Uh, so, uh, Gumpyung uh, is the fire Taoist. Boom. And He's the Taoist that you always feed to all the other ones. Yes. <laughs> I like, no one is more guilty of that than I. Uh, basically, he has he has been four starring things for a lifetime for me. Hey, um, what you got to? But it was it was a very interesting video. If any of you have not seen it, uh, I would highly suggest going and checking it out. Um, essentially. Uh, what he was doing so he was mainly using it in guild wars against pernas and what was cool was the fact that he can increase the cooldown of uh, target skills so essentially when when it worked because uh, the the skill even at its most upgraded only has a 50% chance um, for all three attacks to actually push it into cooldown. But what happens is, even with Perna, where the ability is a passive that will bring him back again, um, like Eternity, uh, by pushing the cooldown up, it essentially makes it seem like that ability has been used and they're waiting for a cooldown. Hmm. So what he was able to do was push the Perna's Eternity passive into a forced cooldown. Um, Hmm, and you wouldn't think about this from the three-star, you know, little brother of this four-star family. That's that's actually kind of cool. And he definitely, uh, he mentions that, you know, it definitely was a budget Zyros, um, the way he put it. <laughs> Real um, budget, like but, Well, he said like three levels below. Um, so, I mean, I I will fully and absolutely uh, accept and understand that point. Uh, it it definitely like is not the best, uh, you know one there is but it just got me to thinking that you know like if you don't have like and and again i i am sure if i get this wrong somebody will tell me but like ganymede yeah it would be the kind of the same thing right ganymede versus like and this is why i until i saw that video i probably never would have thought about trying it out but uh so you're talking about his ventilate skill right not his ventilate. The uh, maybe it is. Uh, no, the seal magic. Uh, attacks okay. the enemy with a irresistible attack to put the target skill in max cooldown. Sets the attack bar of all enemies to zero. So, I mean, again, in that scenario, does that mean he puts Perna into a, you know, at unskilled levels, I a twelve-turn cooldown? It would cooldown? be the same. Yeah, I, I. W- Definitely would uh, would agree with that. So I mean, again, it just got me thinking. Like, it's it's a tactic I never have thought about employing before, but it really intrigues me that 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 is a mechanic. Like, it's just until I saw the video, it would not have occurred to me personally to to push something like a Perna. Right into a cooldown state so that you know 
you can basically kill him before he can self-resurrect again. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I like that they're digging into the monster box a little bit and like really building these units that probably the developers you know put in for a specific reason and you know they're being overlooked and overshadowed by all the cool nat fives and you know all these such like that so right and i mean and i, I guess what i'm saying is you mm-hmm. know i mean definitely if you are just starting out in this game or if you're going to have an alt account like maybe don't sleep on the fire towers you know yeah. like you know give them a shot build them up because <laughs> I mean, again, if you don't have characters like Ganymede or Zyros or anything that will force their abilities into cooldown and potentially let you kill those self-reviving units, then you might be a good one to build up until you have it. But you were saying... Yeah, I was simply in agreement. That's cool. Nice. Solid agreement, my friend. So, Solid. Solid. Solid like a rock. So, uh, what do you think about our two new potential friends? That our have two come out? new additions to the family the art master and the string master. If you want to laugh, when a cool video meet, go over to our Instagram. <laughs> but yes, I am. Um, you know, the fire and the light art master, you know, have a, um, a pretty cool skill where they're, they actually kind of, how do you say, ban, I guess you could say ban a, an opponent for, you know, a couple of turns, you know, Banna. so, uh, <laughs> Banna. Banna. you know, they, you, you know, it's just like you pick and ban, you just kind of put them on That's the sidelines for a little while. That's annoying. Put them put them back in the scroll. Isn't that kind of cool how, like, you know, obviously every monster that we have in the game comes from some kind of scroll. And this art master kind of just puts him back in the scroll. Back in the scroll with you. At least for a little time. But um, now that skill can really be ridiculous in RTA or, you know, Guild War and such like that. But the, the other flavors of the art master... Eh, I mean, they're cool, but, you know, the fire and the light one really stand out because of that particular skill. It's like, ban part two. Ban her! Ban her! <laughs> so you don't like uh, any of the ones with uh, their automatic passives, anything like that? Nothing stood out as much as that, um... You know that particular skill with the light and dark ones. Um, see, what? See me. Uh, mm-hmm. The the water one has an interesting kind of self-serving dynamic, okay. uh, where you have the art of the blank space, which is the passive, right. um, and that is when enemies remove harmful effects. The attack power of all allies will be increased by twenty-five percent. And you pair that with the S2, which attacks all enemies to remove all beneficial effects granted on them and to increase their chance of landing hmm. a glancing hit. So, so, so it's kind of cool because it will give you that 
increased attack bar. So this sounds like an Elsharian counter, in my opinion, because think about it. Not only is he stealing beneficial effects, but once they're granted on him, that would activate this art master's passive. Am I right? So you're saying if the art master was fighting an Elsharian? Or if you had an Elsharian in the team? Because it's when the enemy is losing beneficial effects. Or they're removing when... harmful effects. Okay. Uh, nah. Here we are. Okay. Eh. So this is a cleansing one. Okay. So if you have something... See, this is how we babble and we figure things out by reading together. <laughs> so... Okay, so they are not strictly helping one another out. They are somewhat beneficial. But what it is is... So Elsharian doesn't cleanse the team. He just steals from your team. But right. you know who does cleanse that it could be a benefit for? Veramos. So if you're fighting a Veramos team... Who automatically like or a Mav, oh poor Mav, uh, or something like that. When they are cleansing those harmful effects, the other team would be gaining attack bar. So that's interesting. Hmm. Excellent. Hmm. Yeah. So you know what? what? I would not throw any of them out. <laughs> No, we're not going to be feeding any of these art masters anytime soon. Let's just let's just get clear the air there. I was just more impressed with the fire and light ones. I do definitely like. I just want to see the scroll trap in action. Yeah, right. My own eyes. I think that'd be cool. But there's also the string masters, which I don't know. I I I, I like more of the. Let's, this is, if this makes any sense, um, the different flavors of String Master just seem to be more accessible and, you know, a little bit more useful, you know, by way of support than mm -hmm. um, some of the Art Masters. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it. Throwing it. Throwing it like You know what I think far. about these String Masters is they are the most RPG-esque character yet. Hmm. Please elaborate. Well, I mean, it occurs to me in several RPGs I've played over the years that there were sometimes, uh, you know, characters that basically had to meditate or play an instrument or something to basically buff the rest of the team. And that is kind of what they do is they play a song. So... It's kind of, it's kind of interesting, like, you know, it's, you know, and I mean, in most of those games, it was like a continuous thing. They had to continue to play to offer the benefit, whereas these, I know, are just, you know, one-off, like, you know, uses. But right. I still think that it's, it's kind of, it's a very, it's different than a lot of other monsters in the game where... 
what they're doing, like whether they're buffing, they're cleansing, or anything, is just casting a spell. Whereas this is kind of more grounded in, you know, that RPG kind of, oh, I'm using this object that has mystical powers. Okay. Excellent, because, you know, I'm a big RPG fan myself, so, I mean... Perfect. So I'm playing this multi... Multiplay M M O R P G. There you are. But um, I am a big fan of the Windstring Master. I like her a lot, especially okay. this passive. This passive is excellent. So, uh, well, in order to explain her passive, I have to explain her S two because her passive activates her s2 anyway her s2 is called melody of resentment that's just great right there i think it's gonna be the name of my next um dj stream but anyway um <laughs> so melody of resentment plays a song that decreases the hp of the enemy that gets a turn by five percent each and decreases the attack power for one turn with a 50 percent chance until the next turn starts you cannot attack together or counterattack while playing the song. I don't know, that's kind of cool. So, defense down and decreases the HP of the enemy. So, every time, every turn. So, I don't know. So, that's almost like a combination of um, dots and a damage break. So, what one I question I have is would the dot. Which one would be applied first? What I'm saying is, if you get a defense break, would the dot damage actually work before or after? That you makes mean the any HP sense. decrease? Right. Um, I imagine it would go sequential from how it's written, so I imagine the 5% HP would happen first. Okay. And then the defense hmm. break. Excellent. And then her but passive... But I'm curious about something, though. Oh, please. See, this is where, you know, when it says you cannot attack together or counterattack while playing the song, do they have somebody that they pair with for uh, attacking well, together? you know, your Sylvia's and, and, you know, your other Neostone agents, when, um, I, you know, they have little attacks so, where they have so group does... attacks... So would that mean that basically the mechanic would not select them at all? Yes. Or can you derp out by having your Sylvia or something pull, try to pull them anyway? <laughs> I don't think, I think that mechanic will cancel Sylvia's or any other Neo Stone agents group, group summon or group attack. I don't think they have a dynamic like the twins. I didn't think so. I just wanted to you know, get your humble. Yeah, it's going to clear about the air passive? about that. What's that? Cleared. What about her passive? Though? Do you like? Oh, um, you know, definitely a thirty percent damage reduction. And if you weren't in melody of resentment state or whatever, anytime you're attacked, you use that S two. So it's kind of like a built-in revenge a little bit. So I don't know. I think that's pretty. That makes her stand out from the other members of her family a little. Now I wonder, can that 5% HP, could that kill a monster? Will it work on bosses? 
I don't see why not. There's no limitation in the skill set. I mean, will I that change in a buff or <laughs> you know, or or a nerf? Who knows? But um, right now, it doesn't say anything about not activating as per bosses. Mm. That would definitely be cool, then. You're now Summoner's War style. <laughs> percentage? Yeah. What percentage did that? I apologize Five. for you um, non-nerds that are listening to this. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Let's just say there random. There are many rights that I could quote, but I'm going to plead the fear. One, two, three, four, five, fifth. <laughs> Shout out to Dave Chappelle. Oh, he's the goat. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, for that particular one, the wind string master sticks out. Hopefully, um, once this event ends, I'll have that particular one. But I, I mean, the other you ones know, are cool. Just by you wanting that <clears throat> one, you're going to get one of the others. Damn. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying how it is. Like now the that next is how time it is. that there is a choose your own four star event, you will get the one you want, and then you will summon like five or six more. Sabins. Just I just get dupes. That's just you know, I should really just change my my gamer tag to like, dupes Olmec. But you, you know, you maybe should not. you should realistically rope a dope. You should just say like, like how I say, eh, I don't even really want an Artamiel. Uh, uh, reverse psychology. I, I get it. I would. That does- I would rather get a uh, a light Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if reverse psychology works on RNG, but hey, we'll try it. You know what? But you know what would be. Just throwing it out there, you know, a transmog for some of these um, string masters would be kind of cool. Uh huh. And what would you like to see? I would love to see a DJ transmog for the string masters. Because DJ Lushin was. Cool uh, look for it. I mean, he threw did records you get at you. DJ Lushin? I, I did not. I do oh, like okay. the card map, but, um,. Speaking of transmogs, I did pick up the Succubus, the Monkey King, of course. Good King Wenzel's comes to town on the Feast of Steven. Oh, okay. Archangel. Got the Archangel, Archangel transmog. Well, the transmog, but yes, for my for my Vela Jewel. I know. He's, I know he's looking. Everybody on the planet has an Archangel. But oh, trust me. <laughs> Not everyone on the planet. Whatever, every million of people, they all have... I don't... Okay, it's cool, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> so if you get one today, what happens? Uh, tears of absolute joy. Um, you'll probably hear a lot of crashing as I literally run out of the room with happiness. So. Hey, I'm just going to keep everything recording. All the crashes, all the passing out, you all know what? the... It'd be like that, calls. that time you finally beat me at Madden. That was epic. Because I think... I definitely left the premises. Definitely ran out the room. Okay. It's a good time. Good time. Your, your shirt stayed in the room, though. Cause, my know, shirt did stay in the room. That came off when you, you finally were able to <laughs> overcome me. 
my my sweet sweet Madden skills. Lightstar has some Madden skills. He has got some stick skills there. Ugh. It's a tough fight. You know, uh, before we move too far past this, I, I am curious about <laughs> okay. something. What's up? The light string master. Mm-hmm. Her her passive. Now, first and foremost, to me, she's the coolest looking one of the lot. Definitely. But your attack par is decreased by 10% when an enemy gains a turn while playing the song. Okay. Yeah. So you're being Say the next punished. One. <laughs> yep. I mean, I'm punished. going to. I'm going. I'm going to come back to it. But like, so you're being punished when yes. you're using her ability. Okay. Absolutely. Passive. It's it's you're being punished when they get a turn. What if all like, let's say your RTA or arena or something. Let's say all four of them get a turn. So you're losing 40% of your attack bar just because you're playing the song? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> when you're not playing it, you get 20% uh, when an enemy is not. So potentially, Stop playing yes. the song! Stop playing the song! <laughs> right, but that's, that's, where, that's where I'm at. Like, you know, it's another melody of resentment, believe it or not. Um... But it decreases the HP of the enemy that gets a turn by 5% each and decreases attack power for one turn. So, it, it's just fascinating, isn't it? Like, you can take down 5% of their health. Or, you can get 20% attack bar increase every time they take a turn. Yeah, that's about right. So if you had it on Swift or something like that, mm -hmm. you could definitely lap them. Yeah. Just never play that song. Start playing the song. Okay. Stop playing the song! Start playing. Stop! No. Cut! <laughs> Start and stop. Check the gate. <laughs> Start, stop! Anyway... <laughs> Hey, this is why I like the wind one. The wind one would be awesome. So, I just and don't know. Like, I mean, I think that could be cool, but it must have one heck of an S1 to justify the fact that you're either moving slower or you're moving faster, but can only use one ability. It's just fascinating to me. By fascinating, he means... Uh, strange? A little strange there. Strange duck. It but is, hey. but I mean, since I'll never get an archangel ever, apparently, in reverse psychology. <laughs> Here we go. Um, you know, I may as well get that one, I guess. Might as well. If I had to. But honestly, I'm actually, um, just because I saw a couple in Guild War, how is your light dryad doing? Yeah, yeah, four stars still, and uh, okay. stuck there. <laughs> okay, just asking, because I know you pulled her on the show, and I was yeah. really, you know, kind of interested in how, you know, they were used. I mean, no, I mean don't get me wrong, like, I, I, I definitely want to 
to actually use her one of these days. It's just okay. a matter of building her up, putting some runes on her. I got you. So, I would love to hear all about your Balagur and Jansen team. Um, well, uh, I was, I was shared, uh, via the normal channels of DSC Justin, um, <laughs> a video that kind of breaks it down step by step on what you should build and how. So I was kind of in the process of trying to ruin some of the things, and uh, now I am going to kind of stop where I was and kind of go back and follow how this person was doing it. Um, the reason being uh, the original chart that I was using and all of that is a little bit more formidable right um in terms of you just kind of have to wiggle it into a range um whereas the one there he very methodically explains exactly the turn order and things like that so i mean i could definitely see using both resources to do it but um part of it is just you know um runes of course uh i'm starting to think uh because the video did outline that um that you should be content to farm uh r3 or r4 to get grindstones so okay. that you actually will grind your runes to be better right. for those particular uh, ones like you know that you're putting good runes on um, not the ones where you're crafting like just junk fight runes just to make it so um, so I mean there's that so I'm kind of I was partially on the way uh, I was I've been testing it with uh, support teams and it's it's okay like uh sometimes it doesn't work because when you're doing support teams uh they're often not set to be the same a Balagra jansen team right so it's kind of hard to to test out if it would work because most of the time it's you're there with two other people who are doing the same thing and it's all about burst damaging the boss down before he has a chance to really move past the second turn and the first jump. So, so it's kind of it's kind of hit and miss. Like, uh, but I mean, I I do have a team that I could probably safely farm uh, R4 for a while and uh, do that. So, uh, so yeah. So I'm just kind of. I'm kind of reworking. I'm going to start with uh, Balagur and go from there. So, Excellent. Excellente. Green. Green. Good. <laughs> How about Green. you? Uh, how's your uh, co-progress coming along? 
Um, it's coming along, which is great. Um, I've kind of paused until this Sunday coming. Um, just due to the fact I want to smack some dungeons in the face. So, of course, I have um, super questions because I have completely... I don't know if you guys know, but I sold a bunch of runes. Like, runes? Just sold them. Sold. I have maybe about seven or eight characters worth of runes that Mrs. I have. Mrs. Nesbitt. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so the good news is I have, you know, really started a new commitment to farming, um, specifically giants and dragons, but I am curious about any tips or any units. Oh, just got a blue rune. Gotta go. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> anyway, um, any tips that you have for me for, um, I'll tell you, you know, both the teams that I run, you know, with very, very slight modifications from here and there, I'll tell you the teams that I run for Giants, um, and I just need that Light Star Spark, Light Star Bump, to, um, you know, help me out. So, Do it. Car- <laughs> so I will currently, be somewhat distracted, but that's fine. It's all fine. It's all good. <laughs> so my Giants team currently is um, Lucian, Attack Power Lead, um, Fran, Elsharian, Villajuel, and good old Naomi. Win Marshall Cat. Second Awakened. Okay. Oh, yeah. So... Who's your applying debuff so Naomi will do more damage? Oh, everyone. Um, of course, Lushen does. Um, Velajuel. Are you talking definitely. about the S2? The surprise box. Surprise box, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, no, no, yeah, I'm, um, I'm just questioning. Just mm-hmm. go on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Velajuel applies um, damage over time, and Elsharian applies defense break. Okay. Okay. And what are your times running on that? Times one? are a little over a minute. Um, sometimes a minute ten if I don't get a lot of, you know, crits and stuff like that. And. What is the reason for Elsharian versus, like, say, a second Lucian? Oh, just a pretty reliable stripper. It'll take the um, attack buff that the giant gets and apply it to the team. More attack! Okay, okay. I'm, I'm seeing what you're, you're throwing down here. But I do have Lushin's, um, one Lushin is ruined, one is not, so I can definitely, you know, substitute a second Lushin if, um... Have you ever built your Lins? My Lin is five star max? No, five, no, wait, rewind, live five, 30, level 30, almost five star max, but she is fully skilled. I mean fully. Like, all the skills are up. And uh, have you tried her even at 5-star in your uh, Giants team? I haven't. If I substitute Naomi, it'll be with, like, Sigmaris or, you know, or another, like, DPS type of unit. But I will absolutely, because I believe she does percentage damage on all of her skills? Yes. Awesome. So, Lynn, technically, after Brienne, 
probably be the next Aztec six star, huh? Huh? I mean, I the very first time that uh, I ever had one of those uh, super angel muns and uh, mm -hmm. and the forbidden evolution scroll so that you could make something uh, six star right away. Right. Uh, almost instantly, uh, Lin was who I used them on. Nice. Thus okay. is my love for Lin. So um, should I substitute Lin with either Elsharian or Naomi, or who do you think? I mean, my team is uh, Double Lushin, Lauren, Lin, Lin. Double Lushin, so. Lauren, Lin, Lin. Say that five times fast. <laughs> Hold on, I'm doing it. Double, double Lushin, Low Lush, Lauren, Lin, Lin. <laughs> double Lushin, Lin. Okay, very cool. I only have one Lin, but regardless. I will try maybe a Sigmaris, maybe I'll stick Naomi in there, who knows? Power I mean, for the drink. nice thing is that, I mean, again, the double Lushens are there primarily to get you through the trash waves with almost no hesitation. And the Lins are there for pure damage, so again, you can put them, you know, like, you could replace them with another single target nuker. Okay. But, I mean, definitely, I think applying debuffs and and trying to, like, to have to wait for Naomi to go after all the debuffs have been applied and then hoping that all of the debuffs have been applied is... Probably what is slowing it down a little bit. Okay. Um, now, granted, my team is by no means the fastest team out there, so do not think I uh, am judging you in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I hear you. Because, I mean, again, like, you know, we've all, all have been there. Yeah, we that's why we... And what about dragons? What's your team? Is it similar? Or do you? Oh no, that's where I use Elsharian. But what is your team that I can finish this floor of Toa Heroic, <laughs> okay. and then I can go look at my teams? That's how um, bad I am. Is I get caught in very long things when you want to talk. <laughs> Oh, uh, currently it is a little bit unusual. Um, Fran, um, Vertile for the um, for the speed lead, uh, Lauren, and Chilling and Sigmaris. Okay. Okay. And so your times, you're, how are they running? Times aren't even good. <laughs> We're not even gonna get into. Probably close to closer to two minutes, which. Ooh feels bad saying so out loud yeah however the first you already answered like at least one of my questions because you're like super psychic um i'm gonna or definitely switch you. <laughs> yes, yes, I've thought about it but the um but i'm definitely going to use elsharian as opposed to lauren um yeah i mean the nice thing about uh elsharian is you can strip away the 
community, is it? On Dragon? That's right, that's exactly it. Occasionally it all comes back in my brain. But... So, I mean, that's the thing is... Or is it immunity? No. No, you're right. Immunities. Yeah. You don't get any yeah. um, um, debuffs. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're right. Um, so, I mean, that's very good because I believe... And again, I, I, I'm i trying to uh, rush through this floor so that I can uh, go and look at it all. But um, as I recall, um, the dragon will do more damage based on if you have debuffs, I believe. Right. So... Um, that's why I always use Elsharian because it helps protect your team from having, you know, losses because of you catching debuffs. So, it is, I mean, that's definitely an integral monster for me. Um, right. What about Vertile? Is, do you think that's a, should I continue to... I, I believe I also use Vertile. Okay. You know, awesome. what's funny is before I decided to see what floor I was on on Toa Heroic and decided just to keep going. Right. Because I, I clearly remembered that I was just paused in my journey of Toa. Right. Uh, I, I definitely was doing dragons and could not for the life of you tell you what I, uh, what, what monsters <laughs> I was looking at. Um... They're they're good. Great, great monsters. They're, they're <laughs> best, best monsters. Got, got the best monsters. They're just they're they're huge. Um, um Yeah, so Okay, there's just one water merm left and, and I'm good on this floor, so Okay. <laughs> Oops. Just that's the problem with Toa Heroic. I, this is why I never should play when we're recording, because it takes five ever to get through a floor. Do, do, okay, battle, here we go. Dragons. Oh yeah, so I use uh, Verd, Elsharian, Lin, again, of course. Right. Uh, Lauren and Lucian. Hmm, okay. My fat Lucian, specifically. Is a wind monster against a fire dragon. That just shows you how tough he is. Yeah. He's and who is um, the, who's the lead? Who's uh, uh, Gotcha. Awesome, awesome. Okay. So um, already I see the difference that Elsharian makes. Um, I've. Well, and I mean, and you know, the nice thing is you get Lauren with the defense break, and then right. Lynn with just stupid amounts of damage per when the percentile damage. So yeah. Lin over Sig, huh? I. This is going to sound sad. I don't remember the last time I ever put Sigmaris in a team. There, I said it. I said what? it out loud. Did. No, no. Crushes me too a little. Okay, but, well, I will... Well, no, this is excellent. I definitely appreciate it. Hopefully that helped out some other people with their dungeon times. So now comes to one of our favorite points in the show, where we open scrolls. Opens. Lightning-tastic. 
I'm going to give a shot to one exclusive summon because I would not be opposed to the Wind Panda or uh, Chow. So you would not be, be opposed to a Wind Panda. You? I don't believe. I don't believe it. Sorry. And then uh, I have a handful of other scrolls as well. Yeah, I got some scrolls. I think I'll open them. So, I like when you do the countdown. I we'll like when I do the countdown, too. With the um, exclusive summoning stones. And then this is where we realize that I summon at like a million miles per second. And Hence. you summon at a nice leisurely pace where you seek to enjoy opening your scrolls. It's very different. Hence the term Light Star 777 miles per hour is the speed of which second. he opens scrolls. <laughs> Just so we know. Something like that. Uh, Wind Panda or Chow. You know what, I'm just gonna burn the rest of my exclusive summon stones because, you know, guess who's a three star? <gasps> the Fire Lizard Man, that's what I want. Yeah, no one said no one ever. Said no one ever, 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 ever. Three, two, one, and summon. I'm gonna go look at his scrolls afterwards and uh, his skills and see if we're being too harsh on him. <laughs> Probably not, but there's a chance. Wow, I have so many bad words. Got some lightning. What's that like? And I did not get a dupe this time. A fire brownie magician, the only one I don't have. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. And guess what's happening within a couple of weeks? The second Hall of Heroes. I'm Ruby we... Run here on Radio Gemini. Gemini. <laughs> so, guess who's going to have all the flavors of the Brownie Magicians? This guy. Nice. It's been some time since I did not get a dupe on the show. Hey, another Marshall Cat. So whenever I get that... Know one of those light and dark martial cats. Skill ups plenty. Yes. Beast Hunter said no one ever. Moving on now to I, the exclusive summon stones. Now I really think you're you're being harsh. Let me. Go and I you. called it fire. Fire lizard man called it. Why didn't I call Chow? <laughs> Don't know. Not really sure why. Igmanadon! That's the fire lizard. Awaken name. Igmanadon! And, and a very scary dinosaur. Igmanadon. Scale ups for Chopper. Very That's good. It. Passive, brutal skin decreases the chances of being attacked with critical hit by 50% decreases the attacker's speed for one turn with a 50% chance when attacked. Let's see, what else? Uh, attack power increases as your HP decreases and your critical rate increases by 30%. Attack power increases according to defense. That's interesting. Hmm. Well, I got one. And I'm sure you have said enemy so. two times and weakens the enemy's defense and inflicts continuous damage for two turns. And attack power increases according to defense. 
So he's very much a defense monster, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. You're gonna build one despite you. <laughs> You're gonna make him awesome. Watch. You're gonna make him completely awesome. I don't mean like. I mean, honestly, I have so many things to do. I still have to five star my uh, my iris and all, as we discussed. So. Oh yeah, that'll be good. See, here's here's where I think there there's up to something. Okay, I I mean, I'm just I'm just saying you can all perform this experiment, but if you go into the monster info and the debate on the fire lizard man. It's all terrible things that, you know... <laughs> I'm sure. ...that everybody hates. But if you tap the usage tab, people use him on Rift Raid. Shut up. Hey, you could go look right now. Because of all the defense? I mean, I guess. I mean, there's three teams that seem to use him for Arena... People seem to use him on giants. So it's just interesting. I I would not have thought he would this, like I was going to hit the usage and I thought nothing would pop up. This started as a bit, so you mean to tell me that this dude is actually six star okay. potential? <laughs> go go to your monster cabinet before we, we talk about anything else. Go to the monster let's, collection and let's find do him. It. Got it. And, and go to usage and scroll and see how many things he's used on there. Okay? Now, not the most of any monster I, ever, right? I hear you. But tap the water one and see the big difference. Okay. Like, there's <laughs> it, two. There's it's two things. It's kind of significant. Two things for the water and, like, 20 for the fire. That is wild right i mean is this just like a secret monster that like you know a what? small a small brotherhood or sisterhood only know about like i'm gonna Zara. tease the, for the next episode i gotta build this dude <laughs> this is gonna be so funny i'm gonna build I, him and see if he's see actually how many I have sitting in the storage because giants I be able to, i might be able to build him just secretly don't tell anybody that you're building him <laughs> You just did. Okay. Don't say more. Mole, 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 mole. More. <laughs> My, what a lovely. <laughs> Sorry, where, well, where are well, lizard men in the monster storage defense force? Because I don't think I've honestly... gone looking for them before. I honestly never, um, besides the, um, light and dark ones, I really oh. just use them. Uh, mm -hmm. Completely unrelated. But, awesome. <laughs> but something else that, uh, apparently I need to build post-haste is the water imp champion. Yeah? Yeah, apparently he's, uh, he's intensity in 10 cities. He's live at Budokai. Apparently, and he was just the um, secret dungeon, also. Yeah, so I have like a poop ton of him to summon. So excellent. Try and find so, the solution, man. 
Why don't you shout out everybody you want to shout out, and then I will go afterwards, because I love you all. Want to find this lizard man? Appreciate it. So I'm going to shout out um, a couple of people in my guild. <laughs> I have a very, um, I have a cool guild called the Sherlock Guild. Uh, looks like Rick Max, Hokage 84, I'm sorry, Rick Max O2, Hokage 84, Dark Soul, Out Razika, and Ruger, <laughs> who are, are all in my guild. So shout out to them. Definitely want to shout out Rashi Boshi and DSC Justin for just listening with a fine tooth comb. Awesome. Oh, and before oh, I forget, we have entered ourselves in the Roadcast, and Road is a Road company hat. that <laughs> that makes quality. Um, microphones for podcasting and such like that. So I decided to enter our podcast in the Roadcast contest. You can vote for us and tell us how cool we are. Well, how cool you think we are, because we're a bunch of geeks. We're not that cool. But regardless, vote for us in the Roadcast. The links will be on our Twitter and the Reddit. I am the Graham somehow. Um, but yeah, Damn. I just want to... <laughs> So, um, yeah, look out for that. Vote for us um, if you like our show. Um, who else do you want to shout out, Lightstar? You know, just uh, everybody that we've been fortunate enough to uh, meet, uh, all of you who uh, have reached out at various times to let me know you listen to the podcast and all. Uh, really, I love so much that we get any feedback at all because uh again as i've said in the past we really love talking to one another we really love hyping each other up for things and trying to uh get ourselves you know better at this game and uh it's just truly a joy that you know any of you are out there and enjoying it yourselves so thank you And of course, everybody had come to us uh, that we have been fortunate enough to meet. Evan, uh, of course, uh, Mohawk Guy, uh, Gigi, <laughs> uh, everybody, all just great, wonderful people and uh, very gracious. So appreciate them. Awesome, awesome. So that wraps it up for this particular episode of a Monster Rancher's Guide to Summoner's War. Wrap it up, son. <laughs> so definitely want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you, thank you. Definitely appreciate it. So see you later, and we will see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Peace. Tune in next time. Same summon time, same summon channel.